0: This is Velvet Sky, and you're listening to Ringside Podcast, baby. Oh,
1: yeah. You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Sitting at ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling, news, interviews, and opinions. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. With... Daniel Spencer, The most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Jeremy Wallman, I'm the best in the world at what I do. And Justin Kruger, Your arms are just too short to box with God. And now let's ring the bell and start the show. It's a lie because the reality is my real name is Joe and I've been living with leukemia for 11 years and unfortunately it's back. And because the leukemia is back, I cannot fulfill my role. I can't be that fighting champion. And I'm going to have to relinquish the Universalist Championship. And I'm not going to lie, I'll take every prayer you can send my way, but I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm not looking for you to feel bad for me. Because I have faith. When I was 22 years old, I was diagnosed with this. And very quickly, I was able to put it in remission, but I'm not gonna lie, that was the hardest time of my life. I didn't have a job, I didn't have any money, I didn't have a home, and I had a baby on the way. And football was done with me. But you wanna know who gave me a chance? The team that gave me a chance was the WWE.
2: All right, guys. Welcome to the Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel Spencer. I'm Jeremy Woman. I'm JK. And uh, you know, it, it's I hate to start the show like this, but man, it just sucks. It, uh, I'm actually getting a little emotional because I'm just thinking about Matt Capitelli and all these other people that has uh, that just battled this stupid, crazy disease that I hate with my passion called cancer. And um, you know, it just it's we had to start the show off. We literally just found the news. We're recording this as raw as Aaron right now. We usually sometimes do that, but we don't talk about raw or anything. This is such a big news that we had to just go open with this. Right, right. Absolutely. Um, but, man, it just sucks. I just hate cancer. I really do. Um, but um, thoughts and prayers go out to Roman. It definitely um, changes the game um, in the WWE, and we'll get to, we'll get to that and explain a little bit. Uh, I know um, it just uh, – Man, it sucks. I, uh, you know, as much as we, you know, crap on him as far as you know his moveset or whatnot, or you know, I think I think not to put throw anybody in the bus. I know Jeremy craps on him more than any of us do. And I, I was going
3: to say when you said we, you you could have just said me. Well, we've all made our made our Roman comments. You know what I mean? But it's but, but those comments are are towards Roman. The They're character. not towards. Joe the man right true right. true so there's a difference between Roman and Joe and Roman and, still sucks but Joe the person our thoughts and prayers are with you and your family yeah
2: it, it, there definitely the is a bro- it, there definitely is a brotherhood and and we are you know being that we have a podcast that is a wrestling podcast and we you know, big WB fans follow it we are part of the brotherhood as well so our thoughts and prayers go to Roman go, Joe you know about real name and his family. You know, I think about his little girl. You know, I, you know what she's going through too. Thinking her daddy, you know, is is going through this, and he's beat it once, and
3: by God, he can beat it again. Absolutely, I mean, my dad know. just beat cancer. He was sixty eight years old, and if his old rear end can do it, Joe can do it as well. So
2: yeah, definitely can do it. Um, and like I said, it just you know, with this is the disease that I hate the most. I mean, I can I can handle any, almost anything else, but um, this one just, I just, man, I just want to. If, if, if I had a way of punching it in the face, I would do it. You know what I mean?
3: Um, you could always pretend like JK was it and you could hit him in the face. <laughs> I guess
4: that's true. That's not okay, man. <laughs> I'm
3: sorry.
2: <laughs> but JK's been battling a little bit of sickness he's coming out of, so I'm glad to see you're doing better.
4: Yeah, I'm trying, but, you know, I've been a wrestling fan for 20 years, on and off. You know, I've seen a lot of things happen. You know, I. I remember being a fan when I was 13, and you know, watching the live raw like literally the day that Eddie Guerrero passed away. Oh wow! And, yeah. and that was just that's just a very gut wrenching moment. And this this is more or less the same because we're not just, and I'm not trying to you know put Roman like on a pedestal or anything, but right. this is this is the top guy in the company, right? And he's been battling with this for 11 years, you know it. it and, I mean, yeah, we've, we've all said some – we've all had our criticisms with Roman regarding his matches, his moveset and the like, but you, you never want to see a guy like him just lose out on his career because of something like this. Right? And it's just I, – I just can't find the words to summarize something like this. But
3: Was it common knowledge that he had leukemia in the past? I don't know. I don't ever recall ever hearing I that. I don't ever know, knew
2: that at all. I mean, um, you know what, and by the way, like <clears> – <throat> I know it's. I know the guy was probably drunk, and I know you know it's. You know at at first they think anything in WWE. You first you immediately think a work storyline, and but and maybe the guy feels terrible now. But dude, the guy that yelled, "You still suck!" After he said, "I have leukemia," like come on, dude. Like at that moment, that's when you just take it in and make sure before you make an irrational comment that you know you know you're you're this is not again this is not a storyline. This is legit. I don't know. I just that kind of pissed me off when I heard that.
3: Yeah, but uh, I mean, true. I'm not. I'm not going to make any excuse for the guy because I don't know what kind of state he was in. But the WWE has not to this extent in magnitude. So this that should have been his his um, sign that that this was not that they weren't trying to fool anybody. But there's been I remember times in the past where they have faked things that were serious. I remember Shawn Michaels going down on Raw. Uh, during a match And they were like They thought he had had a, They talked like he had a seizure Or passed right. out Or yeah. you know Something like that During the match And uh, you know they, they blur the lines a lot This they is do. not something That they would blur the lines They off. do
2: But this is something This is what we said uh, Vince McMahon has, has stooped To a lot of levels But making fun of cancer Is something he would not do um, especially not now with a public-traded company. I mean, 20 years ago it would be different. It's, right. it's a I different story. Right, I mean, we story. saw
3: May Young give birth to him. We saw somebody, I won't say his name because I have a lot of respect for him, uh, take advantage of somebody in a coffin. Um, you yeah. know, just a lot of stuff. Yeah. This is not something they would play about.
2: No, not at all. So, um, sorry to start to show off, guys, on such a low end. Um, honestly, I know it's – but – we have to address it. We had to come up out with it, and like I said, we're uh, Roman's going to beat this thing. And I think we all agree, no matter what we may we may disagree, we may not like his character, or his moveset or whatnot, or what sometimes WWE does with his character itself. But we all hate cancer, so we're all on Team Roman when it comes to this for sure.
4: You know, the one thing that stood out to me when I was watching it in a uh, Casa de Fifty Five here was a. Uh, you know, Roman said that he wasn't looking for sympathy or looking for anybody to feel sorry for him. He, he gave the crowd who, by the way, had rightfully so the air taken out of them. Yeah. He gave them a valid reassurance that he was going to beat this thing. And I think that's, that's a very powerful and galvanizing thing for sure. So we're, we're with you, big dog.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so we got some other things to get, on, get into. The business is yeah. about to pick up. Business is about to pick up. Uh, for sure. But first, since business is about to pick up, let's give a shout out uh, to a couple of people f- as in Collar Noble. That's right. If you go to com, use promo code Ringside, you save 10% and you help the Ringside co- podcast out. So got a great fall lineup coming out right now. It, it's just some good stuff. They even got a nice uh, breast cancer awareness shirt, all pink, Collar Noble, Get yourself one right now. Go there, your entire order, use promo code Ringside and you save 10%. And like I said, when you do that, you help the Ringside Podcast out. So, um, also, I uh, want to give another shout out to one of our new sponsors um, on the Ringside Podcast, Alan's One Touch Photography. Uh, and if you go to Alan's One Touch Photography LLC, they do phenomenal work when cameras, uh, camera work as far as any kind of photography you need. I'm talking about anything from, from a wedding, uh, from a bar mitzvah, from a graduation. Um, you name it. Even, guys, even if you want to hire them for your local wrestling shows, those of you that listen to this podcast, go check them out. Allen's One Touch Photography. And when you get there, tell them you've heard it from the Ringside Podcast, and they will give you 20% off your set. Check that out. Just tell them Ringside sitcha you. One Touch. Allen's One Touch
3: Photography.
4: There's brand new information. So if we go to this guy to you know get promotional photos for Ringside, and we all say it, are we going to get 60% off? Does no, stack? it doesn't work. Th- it
2: doesn't. St- it's not a stackable promotion. Damn. Um, so yeah, Alan's One Touch
3: Photography. Go check them out. Awesome stuff. The One Touch referring to the pictures, not anything else.
4: Jk. Uh, I'm going to dropkick you right here and now. <laughs> All right. So, um,
2: anyways, guys. So yeah, I mean, it's um, dude. We got so much stuff to talk. We about. got so much to talk so about. Much. So much to talk about. And later today, you know what else is going to happen? Later today. Guess what? Guess what's happening later this show? At the end of this show. Towards the end of the show.
3: I don't know because you never fill yes in on anything ringside related. It's gonna be the
2: later later that you're gonna hear the debut edition. The debut of Fire and Ice. Okay.
3: Yeah. It'll be the first time that uh JK's been on a podcast with two females.
2: <laughs> yes, probably so.
4: I'm gonna whoop your ass right here and now. <laughs> this cold ain't gonna stop me.
2: <laughs>
4: All right, so um like I said, a lot
2: to talk about. Jeremy, you have a lot on your chest. You've been begging to do an episode. You were so mad that you couldn't be a part of last week's episode, our our last episode a couple weeks ago when we did um, the uh, Wifes of wrestling. You were pretty upset that you couldn't be there, and I gave you the opportunity to be there. So don't act like I didn't give you, I didn't give you the opportunity.
3: Yeah, you wait. You you like to wait till the last second and invite me when you know I can't come. It but that's fine. It
2: literally was the last second I was told about it. Anyway, right. so um so um
3: where where do we start? Um, all right, wherever you want, J- uh, Jeremy. Were you about to call me J.K. <laughs> I was. Okay, Sean. Um, here's where we're looking. I, are we? <laughs> Are we going to do our, I want to do, I'm going to do my own freestyle This Is Awesome moment from last week. Is that, is that allowable? Are we do, going to do what from last Are week? Are we going to do a This Is Awesome tonight or no?
2: Uh, yeah, Well, yeah, why not?
3: Okay, so cool. let's just start out my This Is Awesome oh, moment. Hold on, hold on. Okay. This is our, okay, hold on. Let's okay, get into our This Is Awesome okay. moment. My this is awesome moment uh, was from Monday Night Raw last week when Ronda Rousey verbally dissected Nikki Bella. She gave John Cena a vasectomy, ly- a lyrical vasectomy. She
2: already has one though. A,
3: a, a lyrical, oh, okay, vasectomy, and did more. And I know I've not big been the biggest Rousey fan. I haven't been. I loved her fighting. Uh, wasn't a big fan of her coming over. But she did more damage and had more heart in that promo than I've ever seen in a John Cena promo or a Roman Reigns promo. I love the segment.
2: Don't get me wrong. But she still has got work to do, but it was impressive. But Bella's held their own, too. It was a great segment on Raw last week. So, I mean, I would agree. I liked the segment. And her lines were great. I'm But Bella's came back at her pretty good, too. I'm just saying, you got you to, gotta, you know, it was a good, it was a good overall segment. That,
4: that takes a little suspect, brother. I, I don't
3: know. I didn't, I didn't, I'm not. Anyway, I was so pumped after that. I was like, okay, we're going to get on. I'm going to be able to get on a talk tomorrow night about how she just murdered the Bella twins on live TV. Uh, but I didn't get to, but that was my, this is awesome moment.
4: Mine did not take place in any ring or on any show. Your boy got WWE 2K19 for the PS4. And oh my God, I love it. I didn't get a WWE game since uh, 2K15. I wasn't really a fan of 2K15 because it felt clunky. And I guess it's maybe because it was like the first pro wrestling game on this generation for the consoles. But if you haven't gotten 2K19 yet, I highly recommend it. The new career mode's really immersive. Uh, You can... Uh, obviously, customize your ca- character a la carte. You can do the showcase mode where you uh, relive Daniel Bryan's career. Matter of fact, the first match that you do on Daniel Bryan's showcase is against John Cena.
3: The one from SummerSlam?
4: No, it's uh one from Velocity. Oh. When uh, he went by his real name, <clears throat> Bryan.
3: No thanks. Do, do they have a mode where you start your wrestler on NXT and he can get called up?
4: Well, in my career yet, mode,
3: I don't know if they did that yet.
4: They did it last year, actually. Uh, well, they did. Sh- should I say it because it's like minor spoilers for the my career mode? Ah, oh, you. And uh, I'm still really early, so screw it, I guess. Yeah, uh, just screw
3: it. I'm not going to play the game.
4: So you start off obviously in a local indie promotion. You live like in your dad's van that he gave to you. Okay. You literally live in a van and all that. Like your clothes are hanging on like a clothesline rack right by the car seats and all that and uh, you actually get offered an NXT contract after your first match if you win. But uh, a random fan attacks you while you're on camera, and you suddenly lose out on your contract. So where I'm at in the story mode right now, you actually invade NXT, kind of like what DX used to do with WCW in the mid-'90s. Okay. Unfortunately, though, the offers of pain are kicking my ass, so I haven't made gotten very far since then. Gotcha.
3: That sounds, I mean... Sounds a lot better than the old games that we used to get. the uh, The No Mercy for the Super Nintendo sixty four had limited to, to no story mode, or even the first Raw versus SmackDown. You didn't have a whole lot of options there. Hey, so. that that the WCW versus NWO was
2: yeah. fire. On Talking about
4: moment. revenge for the N sixty four, yes, that was awesome.
2: That was that, that was,
4: was a slapper. But my personal favorite WCW game was a uh, Thunder for the PlayStation. Yes, yeah.
2: Thunder was awesome too. Thunder was good too.
4: The, the cool uh, thing about 2K190, oh, and I don't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. Actually, I did. But uh, there's, there's over like 150, <laughs> nice 200 characters or so. Uh, there's a lot of obviously current wrestlers. Uh, there's past ones like you can play as Brett, Bam Bam. Uh, you can play as different versions of Jericho, The Rock. Go out there and buy 2K19 right now if you have a console. Well,
2: this is also the moment of the week. Um, honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this guy a shout-out. His name is Dave Batista. And he made his appearance at the SmackDown 1000. That was a banger. And and he did the Evolution thing. It was awesome. But he not only gave a shout-out to OVW. Yeah, shout-out to OVW. But he also... Called out Triple H, which makes you think, wonder he said he only come back if he has a few with Triple H. Oh, that, I have a feeling WrestleMania thirty
3: five match at thirty
2: five. Man, that's yes. that's
4: gotta happen now.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, he's not doing Galaxy of the Galaxy or Ga- Guardians of the <laughs> Galaxy three or whatever it's called. He's not doing Galaxy of the Galaxy. He, he whatever. I don't care. I'm I'm a DC guy. He's not doing that. So like, you know, there you go. So why not? At least I don't think he is. I mean, he could. I guess. Well, there's still.
4: But- Part two of uh, the Avengers movie, which I mean, he's not really gonna have a big part of it, but he's gonna
2: be in it, yeah. But
4: mm. yeah, they, they've got to do the match after that. There's no way they turn it down after that.
3: It was pretty hot. It was it was a, it was a good promo. I was gonna and, say it was one of the best moments of the year. Was Dave Batista you know hyping up Triple H and then. Oh, he's, you've done pretty much everything in this business. And
2: here's what's here's what's great about it too. Doesn't beat me, somebody they ain't been someone that ain't been in on the show in what f- four five four years. Yeah, he pulls off he pulls off a better promo than half the guys on the roster.
3: Plus, he's another guy who wasn't really well known for his promo skills. No, he was not well at all. For going and getting there and kicking some butt, and he'll admit that too.
2: Anyway, so that's why this is also awesome moment of the week. Jeremy I'm just going to leave with you let you lead it off because you have a lot to say so you you, you direct us into the direction you want to go. Okay.
3: Uh well the, the, my biggest well, let's rewind a couple weeks ago. Okay. Uh, this was about two and a half weeks ago. Johnny uh, Johnny Impact and Austin Aries trade some jabs on on Twitter. Uh Aries throws a jab at Johnny's wife's weight. Johnny murks him on Twitter. Uh, the The backstage, the heat is just building up between the two. And uh, there's this little thing called Bound for Glory last week. And Johnny Impact went over on Austin Aries, and apparently little Austin Aries took his ball and went home. I saw that. I quit, heard that. Quit the. And then, and then, and then, on impact the next week, a few days later, actually. John Moore, uh, John, whatever the hell his name is this week, Johnny Impact. Johnny Impact. I can't, I'm Johnny watching Nitro Morrison. I'm Mundo, watching Impact. him on Lucha Underground. He's Johnny uh, Mundo. He's I'm watching M- him on Survivor. On Survivor, he's, uh, he's, he's Goli- John Hennigan. John, John, no, John Goliath. <laughs> John, the mayor of Slamtown. Right. He's Johnny Impact on Impact, <laughs> and then so he he cuts this promo, which is probably the best promo of his career, talking about. Being a professional and how the last champion in Impact was really unprofessional, which leads me to believe as great as the wrestlers Austin Aries is, could he just not handle the the, the limelight of the big leagues? He didn't have no problem in Ring of Honor. That's where he built his brand.
4: Well, you got to think. Aries was once Impact World Champion like, what, six or seven years ago? Yeah. So, So he's obviously been in into- the – the big lights and the big time matches before uh, he has a history though of doing that of like of walking out i mean i, quit- I believe that's the reason why he le- left wwe you
3: know, he quit he quits everything he's a quitter <clears throat> i mean, he, he was unhappy with the direction of his storyline <laughs> so he grabbed his little banana and walked out the door he was one the why i'm disappointed the most in 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 mr uh, Mr. Aries is because he was one of my favorite wrestlers. I say growing up because I, I grew up with the, but as a as a uh, as a thirty year old, when I started watching a lot more of the the Ring of Honor and the other independent wrestling, it was him, it was Joe, it was Brian Danielson, it was CM Punk, and they entertained the crap out of me every week. And for him to make it to WWE, for him to to not take advantage fully, in my opinion, of what was presented in front of him. And then for him to show up on impact and win the title in in 32 seconds in a suit and tie and then hold on to it, in the first second that he's told that he's going to lose it, he just walks away. Uh, could there be more to it? Possibly. Um but how how do you how do you ever have faith in that guy again? And just to correct you both, and I didn't know myself, so it's not really correcting. This was his third uh, TNA Impact World Title reign. So,
2: um,
3: oh, for, T- for you, Austin, said, you said TNA, T-N-A slash, M- slash right, okay, Impact. Okay, okay uh, evidently he won. You know, you, you referred to the fact that he won a title multiple years ago. Uh, it must have been back when they were TNA, but. So much talent. I I don't know what's going on with them, but...
4: My my thing is, you know...
3: It just pisses me off. I
4: understand, you know, the wrestling business can be very cutthroat. You know, I've heard personal stories from my cousin that I'm not going to say on air, but I, I know wrestling can sometimes be cutthroat. It can get personal. But I've always held the belief that, you know, there's a time and there's a place for everything. And it's not just wrestling, it's everything. The thing that got me the most... Was that he literally no sold the finish? Just walked out, gave all the fans the double birds, and like you said, just took his most
3: unprofessional thing that you could do is no sell a finish when you know that you're losing the match. And
4: like, like imagine you're watching a play, right? You're watching somebody reenact the Lion King or something, and one of the actors let's let's just say he's playing a Scar or something. Scar he's the the person playing Scar is not happy with his role and literally right before Simba takes out Scar, Scar literally walks off the stage not selling any part of the act whatsoever. That would be career suicide for him. And I understand that Ares, you know, has been around the game for what, almost twenty years now? And he's arguably one of the best wrestlers in the world. So, in, in the ring. But, 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 but here's <laughs> the
2: thing. So uh, but, let me cut you off. I I really didn't don't mean uh, but when you look at WWE, walked out of them. Impact walked out of them. ROH is not going to pick him up. They'll be an idiot. New Japan don't want him. So what? Where, where do you got to go? You got oh, he'll show up
3: in Lucha Underground season five. They take they they've taken which is one of the things I do like about Lucha Underground. If you're in season four, current like I am, I won't spoil anything for you, J.K. Because you've been trying to catch up for about six weeks now, but. They in season four they bring back a lot of former WCW, WWE, uh, Impact guys and it, it's really cool to see that it's almost like a homecoming of sorts uh, for some people. But I don't know. I, I could see Ring of Honor picking them back up only because that's where he's that's where he started. That's you know that's his home. So yeah, but
2: it's owned by different people now, isn't it?
3: I don't know. <laughs> it, it may be. But here's my thing: if anybody deserves to walk out on a company. How many times have you seen Dolph Ziggler walk out on a company? Never. How many times have you seen Samoa Joe walk out on a company?
2: Never. How oh, many you know, you know why?
3: How many times have you seen The Miz walk out on a company? After all the stuff that those guys have done, if any people deserve to walk out, it's them. And then you've got this little there's only there you know why they have it?
2: You know why, Jeremy? They're professional. Because they're professionals. You know who else hasn't walked out on him either? Chris Jericho. He's a professional. You know who else hasn't? CM.
3: Oh, never mind. Yeah, I was going to say, I, but I could, I could at least understand CM Punk's gripes. Uh, I don't agree with him. I could understand them. The 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 talent that I just named, and the, I, I've seen them all struggle. Heck, I've seen AJ Styles struggle in Impact and TNA. He didn't give up. He didn't walk out on them. So no. what what gives this guy who as far as heavyweight championships are concerned in the major p- promotions really hasn't done much of anything what gives him the right to think that his crap don't stink and that he can just walk out he was champion the entire his, the entirety of this TNA run impact global force whatever um which, by the way, I still believe the product is getting better each and every week. I like what's going on there. Now I do. Well, I mean, wrestling comes in waves. You, you don't like stuff, you do like stuff. I do like what's going on there now. But this just like really throws a sour bomb in the middle of all that. Because a lot of the stuff that was working was because of the feud between John Johnny Impact and Austin Aries and his stable. Now that's just like... Well, we're taking that out, and by looking at some of the spoilers for the next few weeks of Impact, it looks like they don't know how to handle him being gone either.
2: Yeah. I, I...
3: And then as we find out, and I know that that can come up, uncertainty can come up in wrestling, and sometimes you have to plan around an event that wasn't planned, uh, sort of like is what's about to uh, unfold in front of our eyes with Roman Reigns being sick and them us them having to completely redesign uh the, the the next few weeks maybe months of of pay-per-view stuff that they had going on you don't know but you don't walk out on your business i mean how would you like it if if i walked out on a ringside podcast don't don't you answer cuz i know your answer but i would never leave my team behind i,
4: it's, <laughs> I mean you pretty much every hit every nail on the board there yeah, I mean, I, I don't.
3: You know I, why? Because I'm a professional, and that's what I do.
4: I'll, I dig the callback. <laughs> I, I respect it.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm – uh, <laughs> I am just – I agree. With, I mean, there's nothing really else to say. You said it all. It should have been the pipe bomb.
3: It should have been. And if we would have done it that – dude, I was so angry. I was throwing stuff around. That was a little bit more cool, calm, and collected version of what I had to say the other night. The hatred's still there in my heart. I'm just a little bit more collected with everything.
2: Um. So okay. So we got that going on, and then right now we got some other big thing going on. We got this whole crown jewel situation. <laughs> that
3: was the last thing I had on my agenda, Th- Mr. McMahon. I-, I-, I won't call you by your government name because I-, I don't have that. I have not earned that right yet, uh, even though I have giving you hundreds of thousands of my dollars. In no way, in no situation is it worth sending your billion-dollar company over to Saudi Arabia to possibly be ambushed. Think of it you have two choices. You could send your company over there. You collect your $11 billion from them. You can send your company over there that could possibly be harmed, hurt, and not replaced and then you have nothing when you come back home. Or you can do this smart thing. You can relocate this pay-per-view anywhere. Anywhere. Bring it to Parakeet Springs and Shepherdsville for all I care. No, that wouldn't be a great uh, choice. But uh, I digress. Take it anywhere. Remove this. The money would be nice. It would be nice. You got enough of it. You don't need do not jeopardize the safety of your superstars just to make a hundred billion dollars or whatever the price is. Do y'all know what the actual price pay- payoff is
4: for this? Uh, I, I believe the contract was ten years, how five hundred million.
3: Okay, so yeah, just tell them. Sorry, we have to wait till there's no unrest. Is this five hundred million for ten years? I
2: it, thought it was. It
4: was an astronomical number. I do remember that. I don't have the. I look. i keep details. talking. I'll look it up.
2: So, <clears throat> okay. So then, right now we got the. Ho- well, Roman's not going to be able to be there. So you got that main event's gone. You got you got you got John Cena and Daniel Bryan both saying they're not going to sh- they're not going to go go there.
4: And none of the women are going to go. Right now, well,
2: that was automatically. That, but, that was a
4: given. but yeah. that, That's just to illustrate the point because you know some of the biggest stars right now. Are the, the women, women wrestlers right. like Charlotte, Becky, Bailey, Sasha, Ronda? None fellas. of the women are going.
2: You got John Cena not going. You got Daniel Bryan saying they're not going. And and granted, you know, that I mean, that's, that takes some guts to say, "Hey, I'm not doing it." And, and John Cena's in this um, this one match. Who's Daniel Bryan? Is he Daniel Bryan involved in a match?
4: He's in the WWE title match. Oh with yeah, with AJ, AJ Styles. Styles.
2: That's right. Duh.
4: So you and got John Cena's in the World Cup World right Cup now.
2: match, which is which well, still gonna be started on the World Cup, but none of them, is, everyone's from the United States. Uh, but I digress. Uh, <laughs> what?
3: Ray, Ray's in it, right? He, Ray was born San in San Diego, Diego.
2: California. He's six one nine. San Diego. <laughs> that's
3: Terry. He's from underground. I'm just kidding.
2: No. Uh, there might be a Canadian in there. I, I don't know. I can't remember who the guys are, but
4: I believe it's uh, Cena, Orton. Ziggler, Ray Mysterio, uh, okay, Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins, yeah, Dol- I, I said Dolph Ziggler. Jesus Christ!
2: So the, yeah, it's all it's all Americans for yeah. the World God. Yeah,
4: I, I looked it up, and uh, Ray is actually from Chula Vista, which is where my dad grew up. Actually,
2: right outside of San Diego, it's
4: That's actually heard. right outside the Mexico border. So
3: the, the the breakdown of the uh, I, I did mean to cut you all off. The breakdown of the payout. It was ten years. 500 million dollars but it's a progressive increase
4: like a like like an escalating salary yes. of the contract for
3: this event is only going to bring them two million dollars
4: Two million.
3: Two million. really what's what what, what do, now do you risk your entire roster for two million dollars
2: so what crown jewel is only going to give them t- two million dollars
3: Crown Jewel is $2 million.
2: I, I don't know. But that, I thought they... I thought
3: It they, progressively gets big. It says right here in the article that I'm reading um, that it says uh, it's going to be 2 to $3 million of profit by the end of the quarter. Uh, for that being your profit, I mean, it's not like... Uh, it says you are risking a long-term deal that is a lot of money, but next year it's significantly more profitable for this event. So...
4: Well, let's talk about, you know, what is actually happening at Crown Jewel, if it happens. Obviously, with the news that uh, Roman has to forfeit universal title. Now that match is in jeopardy because Roman was scheduled to defend it against uh, Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar. Now the WWE Championship is in
2: jeopardy match.
4: Well, I, I want to focus more on the universal title because the, the way they're presenting it, it's now like the title in the company as much as I hate it myself.
3: I do too. It's a joke of a title.
4: But, you know, I was talking about it with some friends and I, I it think looks, Jeremy... It
2: still looks badass though.
4: I, and I think Jeremy brought up off, off the recording that a, a universal title tournament would make sense. I, I, I don't think so. Just keep it simple. If they do have this, Braun and Brock should be the universal title match. If you had another competitor... Maybe the winner of that World Cup gets thrown in a title match, but do you really risk somebody having four matches in one night?
2: No. What you do is you put Braun and bronk on the on on the two sides. You have the tournament, the to winner. You have a tournament to face one of them two, and then the winners of those matches. Then it's like a final four. They're all in the final four. They face, and then you have that way. You kind of you still build to them being being the title, but
3: you at least kind of build something up to get there. Heartbeat. So, so <clears throat> again, hold on. so we are we are doing this live. By the time you hear this, you're already going to know this. Breaking news: the Universal Championship will be decided at Crown Jewel between Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar. Uh, there's I, no tournament. There's no nothing. Roman's out of the match. It's now a match for the title, one on one.
4: I figured that's what it would be. You
3: perhaps. you called that before the show actually
4: i I did i I just didn't think you know a title to just throw in a third man for the match made sense nor would it have worked out because you would have had to rush you know eight four to eight men over the next week and a half or so to get them ready for the match my only concern if they do end up having to show is wwe possibly throwing the title back on brock lesnar in a panic move Honestly, I think now is the time to give it to Braun Strowman because if you don't, then when will be the right time for him?
3: Yeah, I uh, I'm sorry, I'm just looking some stuff up while we're talking. That just it does seem like the right move. I I, I I'm a turn I'm a tournament guy. I like I like that kind of stuff. But I now that I think about it, it's the right move for them to put this match. Uh, I mean, the match was going to go on anyway. I I said before uh, the show was recorded, I was hoping for maybe a tournament where the third in, the the person that won that tournament was the new third entry in that match. But I am I, I, fine with this, I guess.
4: If anything, uh, I think what WWE should do now is for for the winner of the World Cup tournament to, I guess being a number one contender for a universal title. Well, I don't think think they're going
3: to win anything. I think they're going to get a cup just like Braun won his green championship title for the greatest World Rumble ever. I don't think there will be anything substantial or meaningful come out of this other than just getting a a, a trophy. That's my opinion.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I, (laughs) (laughs) –
4: And that yawn, Daniel, sounded like Jeremy's dog there. We
3: are super yawny right now for some reason.
4: <laughs> no, I, I,
2: I agree with that. I don't, I, I don't
4: like the whole... It's
3: because we just listened to JK
2: talk. The, the whole cup Punch thing, me. I get, but but like, Punch what me. if the main event now would be in those two, what if there's so, still an, a draw and you don't have a champion, then you go to a tournament?
4: Why not? Oh, my God, I would hate a draw so much. I, would, I think the people of Saudi Arabia deserve
3: a draw.
2: Yes, they deserve a draw. They're only getting two million.
3: <laughs> they're only giving WWE two million dollars.
2: Give them a draw. Although supposedly they're they're paying Shawn Michaels ten. Somebody was paying Shawn Michaels ten million to wrestle. Now, legit. That was the the why they wanted him there. So one of the uh, other investors.
3: I'm sure Ted DiBiase is probably the one uh, the benefactor of that. Everybody has a price.
2: All right. So um, yeah. Okay. So.
3: So get us so, get us back on the tracks, there, Dave. Crown
2: jewel doesn't even happen at this point. I hope not. Well, I mean, it's it looks not worth like it. They're still advertising as if, it's, if it, if, blah, 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 blah 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 blah.
3: And take two. They're
2: still advertising as, as if it's going to happen.
3: I hope they change their mind. I hope they change it quick because at this point,
4: well, there's a week and a half left before the show <laughs> comes. So there's only one more raw left
3: before the show. Yeah, you can't really. I mean, honestly, I was hoping that the announcement at the beginning of RAW was that they were gonna off the pay per view, but I don't know. I guess you could still cancel it all the way up to the up to the day of the pay per view.
4: That would just be such a gut punch to the actual fans, though.
3: <laughs> do Do you risk? I, I keep going back. Do you risk? your talent safety and their well-being and
2: but they have before for the for the tribute for the troops I mean they used to take them to Afghanistan in the war zone Yeah but that I mean have you read the I mean read Michael's book read Jericho's book read they used to legitimately have to take them through the most scariest so this is nothing yeah. they haven't done it in years but they've done it before
3: I know but this is to me, this would be the equivalent of them trying to put a show on in New York City uh, two weeks after nine eleven. Um, uh, you couldn't. What? No, that's really I different. don't know. About yes, it's, that. it's an. They just had a a guy murdered, uh, an ordered hit taken out. Now I'm not talking about mass. Obviously, you can't match the number wise, but as far as hang- the the heinousness of the crime, um, this was a pretty calculated move that was that was carried out. So I, I just I don't I don't see how you can do it. But I mean, as long as those as long as those men and women or as long as those men will be safe, I'm I'm all for it. But if if you're telling me there's even the slightest chance that there could be some sort of uh, coup or uprising or assassination attempt. I'm I'm not down with, I got I got two words or I've got five words for you. I'm not down with that. That was five words. I'm not down with it. I'm quick. If you start shaking your hand in front of you, I'm gonna I'm gonna slap you.
2: All right. So um. <laughs> anyways, I I, we, right. so let's talk about let's talk about something else. Let's talk about some exciting news. Something that just melted my heart. And um and pretty soon you'll hear her voice on this show. Shout out to Chelsea Green, man. The hot mess. Signing with WVNXT. About that damn was, time. That was
3: the next thing. What a recruiting class Yeah, uh, that they just brought in. You got former Impact uh, Knockouts champion. Uh, was her name? Laurel Van Ness in Impact, I believe. The hot mess, Laurel Van Ness. Yeah. Um, Chelsea Green. Punishment Martinez ooh, from ooh, Ring of ooh. Honor. Big athletic dude. Um and then Jade right another former Impact yeah yeah another former Impact champion and there was one other person that was in there and there, it, it's completely uh, escaping my mind right now but what what a recruiting class Hunter Hunter, Hunter keeps Matt. pulling them off Hunter may be the new he may be the Chris Mack of professional wrestling right now
4: <laughs> he may D- be don't, don't forget uh Matt Riddle too He's Matt Riddle officially yeah. yes that, that was though. the
3: other person my bad so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Rec- I mean, so much has happened in the last week, and I haven't got to talk about any of it. I get to now.
2: You have to get to talk about it. So I, it's a pretty good NXT. And she already, and Chelsea Green already started working shows immediately. Like so did Matt I might Riddle the too. Yeah,
3: they did. I didn't. I was they went unaware live of live
2: events like right away. So they announced it. Dexter to, to, they were at live events.
3: Who ca- who was it that came in with the War Raiders? That recruiting class was pretty solid too, and it was. The War Raiders, and two other people.
4: I feel like Ricochet was a part
3: Ricochet, of it. It was War Raiders, Ricochet. Kari Sane.
4: Well, Kari Same came over from the first May Classic, more or less. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Was it Hiroshirai? Bless you. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, can we go in and talk about the May Classic?
2: We can. I haven't seen it I, I Piece of it, but go right ahead.
4: Well, uh, did you see what happened on last week's episode? Yes,
2: God, well, I didn't see it. I haven't seen it. I, mean, I haven't watched any of the main.
3: Yeah, but I, I haven't before. either. But that was a uh, that was.
4: I assume you all know what I'm talking about yeah, about,
3: about a girl blowing her yeah, knee Tegan completely Knox. out. Yeah,
4: man, that sucks for her. It really does. And I know they taped it in advance, but seeing that just materialize happen in person that that just clenched at my heart because you know she. Was supposed to be in the first Mae Young Classic, but she blew out her utter knee. Took her nearly a year of intense rehab just to even come back in the ring. And from, from what I understood, she was supposed to be like one of the favorites in the second May on Classic, but she went for like a suicide dive on Ray Ripley, uh, blew out her other knee. She tried to gut it out, but her knee just literally gave up on her. And I, I read the diagnosis on her Twitter. I think it was like she had a torn ACL – forgive me if I'm wrong on this, but
3: – MCL, PCL, the whole, same thing I did to my left my left knee. Yeah,
4: a- ACL, MCL. I thought he was going to say something else. Just a whole alphabet soup of, like, bad knee injuries, plus torn meniscus, and apparently she dislocated her kneecap too, but fortunately for her, it, apparently it popped right back in place. So <clears throat> hope hopefully uh, Tegan can come back strong and she can – do our thing again.
2: Speaking of knee injuries, holy cow, Kevin Owens.
4: Yeah, was out it for was like
2: nine months,
3: did he? Yeah, he, he, I was talking to him the other day. He's he's going to come back in six.
4: Did you see his tweet though? <laughs> no, I did not. So he posted a picture of like his legs and like a big ass cast or whatever. Yeah, and he said uh, the surgery shop had two surgeries for the price of one or something like that. Yeah, I actually gave him that line. But bless you, Jeremy, but uh you know i, I admire Kevin Owens' uh tug and cheek humor despite what was looks like a pretty catastrophic injury there
3: i'm sorry uh, yeah i'm and i'm still I'm sitting over here trying to figure out who it wasn't I'm trying to figure out who the third person was in that in that signing class, and unfortunately, I cannot find anything else all right, uh, let's read a tweet right now from Kevin Owens, okay, let's read it. Roman is one of the best I've
2: ever been in the ring with, and one of the guys I respect and look up to the most in this industry. My thoughts are with him and his family. I can't wait to see him overcome this and get to share a locker, locker room with him once again. Um, you know, it's—I've heard a lot of other people say something similar like that. We're talking about Roman is one of, is one of the best workers in the ring that they they love to be in the ring with. So you know, as much as uh, Jeremy hates it.
3: They, they, but to be fair, this is you know you say things like that in 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 bad times you you know oh you know like if you blew your your esophagus out tomorrow which I <laughs> It crossing your fingers yeah it can happen I would be like yeah I just I wish Daniel the the best I hope he had speedy recovery he's one of the best on the mic that there's ever been <laughs> blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs>
2: oh man uh look at jeremy just spinning around huh that's
3: Uh, just what i do just what do you do why can i not find this you all if if you all know who the other person was tweet us and let us know tweet tweet at tweet at uh at ringside podcast
2: yeah there we go um yeah so i mean guys I, i really i mean there's just so much going on um but i i think um I think right now it's just the kind of you know what what the wonder what's going to happen with this whole who becomes champion Roman Reigns or not Roman Reigns but um uh, um Brock Lesnar or Brock It's got to be Braun, right?
4: Please let it be Braun. It's got to be Braun. I need this to happen. Matter of fact, to- Braun's more appealing because he already has guys he can defend a title against right now. As in who? Well, it depends on Drew where they-
2: McIntyre.
4: I was going to say it depends on where they take his story. I mean, could it be against Dolphin Drew, could it be against Seth and Dean. I mean, there's there's a lot of branching stories. Well, here's to do here's
2: what'll happen. It's automatically going to be Seth and Dean because of the they're going to avenge. they they their friend their brother lost the gave up the title had to give up title so they're going to win it for him. It's automatically them th- those two.
4: Uh, I don't know. Maybe that
2: helps not do this whole whatever they're going to have Dean turn on the shield thing. Maybe that's a good thing. So now that story won't happen.
4: I don't want to say it's too early to really speculate on where they go with it. Because, you know, Roman's new coming forward with his leukemia diagnosis literally just happened today when we record a show. But, I mean... Everything's just sort of in the air, and on, I mean, we really don't know what's going to happen.
2: No, that's the whole f- fun of it. We get to pr- try to predict and guess,
4: right? But, but please, I hope to God it's Braun Strowman.
2: I don't, I don't want it to be Braun. Put it on Finn Balor. Put it on Seth Rollins. But I mean, I got no choice. If Finn Balor, I mean, if he's not in I the mean, match.
4: They're yeah, not in the match. They've already booked the match. They may as well just put it on him now.
2: Nah, put it on Brock.
4: Oh my so god! So Seth can you, win. You, you are the worst. I don't I'm Braun's
2: not ready for it. What? It's just not Jeremy, ready Jeremy,
4: listen to this man.
2: What are you doing? I can mute you.
3: i mute myself. That's about the dumbest thing I've ever heard <laughs> And I listen to this show every week.
4: I can forgive you saying that Seth Rollins is one of the top intercontinental champions of all time.
3: That was the that was the dumbest thing you'd ever said up until but, this day.
4: But this is this is straight up. Dumb in my opinion. Braun is absolutely ready for this. He's over. He can cut a promo. He can work in the ring. Why do you think he's not ready?
2: Because they built him as a monster, and now he's going to be back to being a babyface again when they just turned him heel. He's almost he's he's gonna have more heel turns than Big Show. It's ridiculous. that that
4: that, that is ridiculous. He so, will not have more heel turns in the big show.
2: Probably not because big show's had like fifty million, but he just had one again this past week, and I could have swore he was—you know—he had one like a year before that. So, it's like, come on, you like you turn him heel now, you're turning him back face because you're.
4: And then, uh, you want my honest take? I don't think Braun is really a face or heel. He's more of like a tweener type now.
2: I, he's not a tweener. Even when he was supposed to be a heel, he was getting cheered.
4: He, well, I mean, when he was a face, and you know, he's feuding with Kevin Owens. He w- wasn't necessarily doing face fangs, or at least traditional face. Things. Right, but
2: then they never do that anymore. The, they they quit doing faces. The face is not doing face things. The heel doesn't do heel things anymore. It's the opposite. I mean, the I mean, the New Day cheats to win when they and they're the they're baby faces. They always f- cheat to win. You know, wider
4: face because they give people pancakes, and that's flipping awesome.
2: Hey, the New Day was great to me and my daughter, so I'm, I love the New Day. But it, it's just, you know. It, uh, I, yeah, I, I want to go back to simple eyes wrestling. I want to go back to faces being faces and heels being heels, not these tweener stuff.
4: Well, that's sort of what TV shows are nowadays. A lot of the popular shows like, oh, I get it. like Daredevil Negan. and Punisher, some of my favorite shows, by the way. I
2: mean, I was Negan for Halloween, and people like... What, what did you just say? I was Negan for Halloween.
4: Oh. Well, he <laughs> just came out as a Walking Dead fan, so any talk of his is immediately disqualified. I was going to
3: say, that's not the first time he's come out either.
2: Who just came out as a Walking Dead fan?
4: Me? You? I've,
2: we? I've always liked the Walking Dead. Where you been at?
4: Apparently, not on your Snapchat.
3: <laughs> don't worry, he'll send you snaps even when you don't ask for them, and he'll claim a streak that never happened.
4: Disclaimer: I actually watched Walking Dead up until season three, and I just completely stopped. Not my thing. Uh,
2: you got to you get get you got to get past that. You keep going. The Governor stuff and all. That. You got to get a little further. It's good stuff. You got to get to Negan. Negan's good. Um. So. But Negan's like he's a he's a he's a he's a hated character, but then he becomes likable, you know.
4: I mean there's room in wrestling for characters like that. I mean you have guys like the Miz, a lot of people like his work, but he's a uh, damn good heel. He's a, he's a good joke. heel, but he's
2: likable. He's a likable heel too. I mean, how are you gonna be the one of the top heel in the companies and still have a great uh, reality show that has good ratings, you know, like it doesn't make I'll, sense.
4: I'll give you a good example and I just mentioned her earlier, Ray Ripley. Because right after her match with Tegan Knox in the on Classic, she apparently changed her profile pic to Tegan Knox, and right after she had her injury, she literally tweeted out the first thing she did at the gym was legs and mentioned Tegan Knox in that tweet. All right. That that there is room for traditional heels, and Ray Ripley is a good example of that. But nowadays, people are more invested in good characters because they're good at their job. Uh,
3: without giving anything away, they have turned Braun Hill tonight. So. Okay,
2: hold on. Hold on. Stop. Stop. We got to stop right now. I don't know why. It is not time for a dance break. No. I will punch you in the face. <laughs> it's not time for a dance break at all. It's not time for a dance break. Something better.
3: A dance break? We're, we're making cookies.
2: It's not time for a dance break. Something better. Something hot. Something cold. It's fire and ice. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ringside Podcast's Fire and Ice. And we are live right here with the one and only Fire Shayna and the Ice Whitney. Hello, ladies. You gotta say something before they can see you.
0: Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Whitney, are you there? I'm here. I'm ready.
2: All right. All right. So First topic. This is a big thing coming up this week. This is our first topic is going to be about crown jewel. Okay, so um, crown jewel's got a lot of different, you know, people's opinions. You got uh, people saying they shouldn't do it because where it's going to be at in Saudi Arabia. Some saying they should. So let's go ahead, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna release release you all and just go at it. We'll do we'll do like a debate. We'll do one at a time. So we'll let Whitney go first. Whitney, you will discuss your opinion of what your stance on is Crown Jewel.
0: Um, Crown Jewel, I absolutely 100% believe WWE has to go, has to go through with it. No questions asked. Um, I am very disappointed in the news that John Cena and Daniel Bryan get to pull out of the event for their own personal reasons. Um, In my opinion, business is business. This is your employer. I can't work and tell my boss, Hey, I've decided I don't like doing loans at 33% interest. So, um, I'm just not going to come in anymore, but you're going to keep paying me and that's fine because these are my personal beliefs. I think that's shit. Don't pardon my language. Cause I'm not sorry. Like the money is money and you've got to do what you've agreed to do.
5: All right, Shayna, Um, I totally disagree. Um, I think that it is very respectable that they've decided to pull out from doing the show. Um, Daniel Bryan, I'm kind of surprised John Cena, not so much. I kind of see him making that decision. I think it's a big deal that he decided not to do it. I'm surprised that they're still going forward with it. Um, I am a very, um, empathetic person and I don't like the treatment. I don't like the, that they went there the first place, um, the first time. Um, I think it would make them look like hypocrites if they decided to not go back this time, even though they went the first time, duh, 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 duh. but I do think that they have the right to not go. Um, I respect it. I think it's a great personal decision, Um, I think that if you are going to a place that literally will not let you bring a quarter of your roster because they're female or they won't let you bring members of your roster that are Muslim because of their beliefs, you can't say that WWE is a business and they should have to do what they need to do from a business perspective, but then not say the same thing for Saudi Arabia. Like you can't say, well, we want your business and we want you to come here and we want you to bring your superstars, dot, dot, dot. But you can't bring the women because we don't like women and you can't bring the Muslims because we don't like the Muslims. So we want you to bring this handful of people. And I feel like it is a slap in the face to these women that you literally just gave a pay-per-view to to make up for the fact that they couldn't go to Saudi Arabia the first time. They can't go the second time. So you appease them by giving them a pay-per-view. And I love that they did it. I wish they would have done it at a different time so it didn't look like that if that's not the case. But I think you can't alienate a large portion of your company. You can't sit there during, you know, like anti-bullying campaigns and you can't sit there during, you know, the support of the LGBTQ community and say that you support everything about them and you're all inclusive, but then go to a country and make money off of them that execute members of the LGBTQ community. You can't, you know, I I just think it's a little hypocritical that they're trying to make money off of both ends of the spectrum. They're trying to make money off of supporting the lgbtq community and the women but then they're trying to make money off of countries that literally execute them and those people don't have you know the same rights that the women do over here
2: but don't don't i'm gonna play devil's advocate here don't all businesses kind of do that though don't they all have a stance against and then also can cash in you know all these secret deals everything's political so I and mean, I've seen big companies do the same. It's just you don't hear about it as much. This is all in the news because this is a sports entertainment company, a public traded company. But and what's to say that? What's the difference between you said not to bring new stars? What's the difference between somebody wanting an autograph session to sign and say we only want you to bring these three guys or four guys? Why not bring the other guys on the roster too? And they're they're paying them.
5: <laughs> Well, they're not bringing, they're not telling you you can't bring them because of their sexual orientation or their gender. They're telling you that you can't but bring them because they only want if certain people. Those are people.
0: their beliefs. Those are their beliefs. Like, when well, that's, know, we're going to their country and their territory. They want you there and they want this specific amount of people here and they're going to pay you this amount of dollars. Like, that's their choice. WWE Crew said, no, absolutely. Why, why would they now? We've already gone over there, we've already done something with them. There's it's no not, reason to say no at this point. It's just business.
2: Well, they signed a ten-year deal with them, so really, you you could lose that back out on this deal that later is going to be millions and millions and millions of dollars they have guaranteed later coming to them over time. So you back out of it now, you might jeopardize all this well, this money.
0: And John Cena is the one that made that big speech. I'm so great grateful to be here. I'll be here. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Oh, by the way, peace out! And you think it's okay that he was the one that did that? No, 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 no! He should absolutely have not have been allowed to pull out after that speech after the the last pay per view. He they should have told him there's no way in hell he could leave that pay per view. He's the one over there saying he can't wait to come back.
5: And well, and you can't so you can't really say that. You can't really say that Saudi Arabia yeah. has their right. Well, you can't say that they have the right to their own opinion and their beliefs and if they want this person here and this person there. But, see, he has the right to his beliefs. If he doesn't think that he should be there because of whatever reason, whether it's the dead journalist, whether it's the treatment of women. I mean, they treated women the same way last year when they were there. So I I think it's ridiculous that you decide you want to go then, but you don't want to go now. But then in the same breath... The Saudis don't even know who in the hell they have at this point. They wanted to pay Vince McMahon $10 million last time to get the ultimate warrior there. He died how many years ago, and they didn't even know, and they wanted to pay Vince McMahon money to get the ultimate warrior to come there. So in my opinion, I just... But see, I don't think that way. There are more important things to me than money. I mean, maybe it's because I don't... I think when you're a guy care like John Cena, yes, don't care about money. <laughs> but, well, but but he, why would John Cena care about it? That man's got millions and millions and millions of dollars. He's on his way out the door.
2: And another thing, and another thing I'm is with them. the other thing to me that also messed this up is you had Daniel Bryan, you know, taking on the uh, AJ Styles, and you had this match that was great between the feud between him and Miz, and he won and goes over there, and all of a sudden now that match. They did a pretty much. They did it on SmackDown. It wasn't even really. I mean, it was a good match, but it wasn't. It wasn't a match you would have had when you could have had The Miz in the spot instead, yeah. and it would have made. It would have been better, probably better of a title match and all that stuff. So even then, it's kind of like, you know, what were you thinking of putting Daniel Bryan in that spot, anyways? And now you're going to get AJ versus what Samoa. It? job. You're gonna get AJ. Yeah, it's your job. I work for a company that if my company tells me to do something a certain way, I've got to do it. If I don't like it, then I leave the company. I don't. Uh I don't just. I'm not coming to work today because I don't want to do that because they're going to force me to leave the company. I go ahead and find my way and leave the company. I I do what I'm supposed to do, and then later I look for other opportunities. Um, You know, after I do what what my job told me to do, I just that's what happens when you work for a company like that.
5: Well, and I just think that, you know, and like you said, it's, it's, there's two sides of it. There is the business aspect of how are they going to handle this because two of their big guys just backed out. Um, And then there's the personal standpoint, I think that do I think they should be punished? I mean, I'm not going to say no. I mean, if you're contracted to be somewhere, then you should be somewhere. If you choose not to do it because of a belief, in my opinion, I've heard rumblings for a couple weeks now that they were deciding that they didn't want to do it. Well, if you don't want to do it and it's time crunch and it's four days before you have to be there, do I think that they should have a punishment for it? I would say yes. I I don't think that they should go like, okay, you don't want to go. You don't have to go. No big deal. Just go on a vacation with your family. Because there are guys that do miss the births of their children. They miss all this stuff because they do what they're contractually obligated to do. But if you have a personal reason, then you, it's like you're a martyr almost. It's like you should be punished for missing it. But I will never fault somebody for standing up for their beliefs and picking that, do should they get paid or should no. they get their pay deducted? Yes, they should. But if you have a personal belief in something, then that would – that would, it looks more hypocritical if they go and then they bitch about it later. But
2: well, here's, so, here's, here's the thing. I, you
0: yourself said there is business and there is personal, and you do not ever mix business and personal. This is business.
5: Well, I've, this I've, is I've quit two jobs. I have – I have quit two jobs in the past because I did not like the treatment of myself and other employees. So if I am working for a company,
0: well, that's that's what I was just getting
5: ready to say. If, if I, well, no, I'm just saying that if you believe that so much, then you should go. If you, if you can't handle the fact that your company is going to do these shows And you don't want to go because of your personal belief. Then you don't go because of your personal belief. But if you stick to the same company that you're not agreeing with what they're doing, that kind of does make you a hypocrite for taking the money after. We're not going to give... I don't want to take your money for you robbing this person today. But I'll take it if you write me a check for it next week. You know what I mean? Like I think it's perfectly fine that they don't want to go. I think that it's their personal opinion for whatever reason they decide that is their personal opinion, it's whether it's religion on the internet. No, well, they don't on the
0: internet. That's all it is. Well, another
2: thing too, well, another another thing when too, I'm gonna, I say, want to say a point is that, you know, you mentioned, certain, but should they be punished? Yes. I mean, I was being, being refereeing and being involved in wrestling, I had a I there was a there was an event I wanted to be at, but I wasn't able to be at some other small event. So this big event, I was trying to be booked on, and I was told, "Look, we we can't book you on this show. We have to the other guys. It wouldn't be fair." To show that, so we have to show that you can't be at that show either. Because if guys miss shows, they can't be at this show, and that's what needs to happen with them. They, they need to be taken off something, paid, taken off TV, taken off storyline, whatever as a punishment. I'm okay with that. Although John Cena's out storylines, anyways, but uh, something yeah. needs to happen. But anyways, well, that's the end of our of our uh, our debut of Fire and Ice, uh, guys. We'll be back next week for another great topic and argument between Fire and Ice. And uh, I wonder, do you guys, you chime in, tweet us, tweet at us at Ringside Podcast. You can also tweet uh, Fire at. Go ahead, Shana. What's your Twitter name?
5: It is as of right now. It is Shana Hill Seven. It is possible that it will change, but I will update everybody if it does. At Shana Hill Seven, <laughs> Whitney,
2: what's yours? You guys can get a
5: hold
0: of me on Twitter at McAllister Eight.
2: Alright, so if you're on her side or Shayna's side, whoever side you're on or just your neutral, you know, just send us a tweet and let us know what you think for the fire and ice. So thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you next time. Alright, so that was fire and ice. Now you can see that the video version of Fire Ice, guys. Those of you that just checked it out, you heard the audio. The video version is up on our YouTube page. Go to youtube.com forward slash ringside podcast to check it out. That way you can see who Fire Ice really is.
3: Absolutely. And uh, they've already moved up my list of top five uh, ringside podcast contributors uh, to numbers two now, and three.
2: So they're officially now. They're, since, since oh, they're a part of them, the show, right? There are girls. So they're. So, Ring sides, so or they, they, they're ring girls, or they we, can be mis- what
3: they can be whatever they want to be. Do we be. call
2: them ring girls, or do we call them side pieces?
4: <sighs> uh, that second part doesn't sound too. That's bad.
3: that's sexist. That sounds,
4: that sounds dangerously oh. misogynistic.
3: And you're a buffoon. Oh. They are every bit as uh, important as you are. Actually, more important in my eyes.
4: Let's just let them. Beat them, no gimmicks. Side, none of that shit. They're just side, the ring girl. No, no, you're doing it. wrong. Will
3: you stop? You were supposed to say that. What? Okay. I told
4: what about you doing? Retiring that catchphrase. What about doing wrong? Well, sometimes
3: what? you got to bring it back for old times' sake. First of
4: all, Daniel, the, the late the women, they should be just beat them, and that's it. And secondly, I didn't do a gimmick tonight out of respect for Roman Reigns, but leave the gimmicks to me. Damn it.
3: Side pieces.
4: Get the hell out, Danny. <laughs> I
3: give him an F for effort. Oh man! No, ring, ringer. I mean, why do they have to be anything other than uh, ringside podcast contributor? What
4: his favorite wrestler is John Cena. I it's him, not my favorite the, wrestler. John Cena's finisher used to be an FU. Well, I give you an FU for effing unacceptable.
3: Well, he just puts you in your place. He can't see me though.
2: All right, Jesus. so thanks for listening to the show, guys, um, and as always, you can find us on all podcast avenues, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, TuneIn Radio App, Spotify, Apple Podcasts.
4: What the heck? <laughs> Just go to ringsidepodcast.com. And here I thought we were safe with Ricky Chevy off
2: the show. And Don't forget I to invited go... him
3: tonight. He was supposed to be on his way over. <laughs>
2: don't forget to go- always on his way. Don't forget to go to the YouTube. <laughs> YouTube forward slash ringside podcast. Check out all different shows that are going to start airing. All past shows are going to be on YouTube, all segments, and just going to be YouTube live here soon. To, you never know what you're going to get live and in person. So subscribe to every avenue of ringside on all, on all platforms, so that way you never miss out on a ringside podcast episode. And you could find us all on the social media, the Twitter, the Instagram, and the Facebook Ringside podcast and individually on Twitter. I'm at Daniel Spencer.
3: I'm at Jeremy underscore CSC
4: at Cougar Mania.
3: Why don't you give our uh, new contributors uh, Twitter names as well?
2: Well, it was said in Fire and Ice,
4: and we well,
3: said it, we, we said ours already. Our
4: time, damn it. Why can One he not time.
3: get with the program?
4: One more time. All right. One we'll, more time. We'll, we'll One give, more time. We'll do that. Why don't so you, you can stick up Whit-
3: your middle finger and then I'll f- start chanting you deserve it? You can follow the, You can follow ICE
2: as in Whitney McAllister at McAllister8. And you can follow uh, Shayna uh, as, or Fire Shayna as, not Fire Shayna. <laughs> no, Fire you, Daniel. At Shayna Lee Hill. On Twitter, yes, her Twitter name has changed a couple times. So just if you're like, wait a minute, I thought it was something else. Well, you know, follow her, you'll see. You see the change when she changes it. All right. Anyways,
3: you um, give them the respect that they deserve, and they are every bit as uh, they contribute every bit as much as you do. Okay. It's more meaningful, actually. All right. Well, that's great. Uh, because according to you, they're just some side pieces.
2: I did not. I said, what should we call them? The, the which is kind of
3: ironic, seeing uh, that Daniel's normally the side piece.
4: Look, Daniel, you, know, you should have fought that through before you said it. No ring girls, no side pieces. Just let them be them. They're-
3: We're all contributors to this great thing that we love called ringside. Ringside. And thanks for listening to the
2: show, guys. And as always, in the meantime, in between time.
3: Until next time, you can catch us ringside. See ya.
2: Pain. And you can
1: be next, you better give respect.